Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it's presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's number one rated sportsbook app. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, bunch of podcasts now, the College Draft Podcast, where Emory Hunt is on fire with his bets against the spread. Of course, the Fantasy Feast Podcast with Joe Dolan, the number one ranked fantasy analyst in the world, according to fantasypros.com. The Ross Tucker Football Podcast, which is daily, 30 minutes or less, making sure you know exactly what's going on in the NFL from a former player's perspective. And, of course, Andrew Brandt's Business of Sports. Andrew Brandt also joins the Ross Tucker Football Podcast every other Wednesday. But this show has become the crown jewel primarily because of Steve Fezzik, at Fezzik Sports on Twitter, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional Football, gambling, unfortunately, Steve, not a great week for us. In week six, we both finished the week down two units. We'll start with the Thursday nighter. It was Bucks eagles I teased the Bucks from six and a half down uh, half a point because I just could not envision them losing. I'm glad I did that because... What a two-point conversion for the Eagles. I paired that with the Chiefs. Teased from seven and a half down to one and a half. So that was a nice two-unit winner for me on Thursday night, Sunday at one. The London game, Steve, I had the Jags getting three and a half points, two more units on that one, and the Jags won outright. So I was up four units. The first two games, essentially, Steve, and I was feeling pretty good about myself. Yeah, I was feeling pretty good about myself as well. And then some of the later games started to come in, including some late game hijinks. Rams, Giants, uh, neither one of us had anything. Chiefs, Washington, as mentioned, I had the Chiefs in a teaser, which covered easily. Then we get to some rough games. And honestly, I, it makes me feel better, Steve, when I'm just way off. Like you and I had the Chargers 
We only put one unit on it, but it was a best bet. Chargers getting three on the road. They got smacked by the Ravens 34-6. Obviously, we were just on the wrong side. That was a best bet that we lost. Yeah, I don't have much to say other than Brandon Staley with his propensity to go for it on fourth down. Dude is going to win some games he shouldn't win, and he's going to lose by a zillion on some games because of his um, high-risk approach. And that certainly happened in this game. Bottom line, the one thing, the epiphany I had, never tease the Chargers because the Chargers are a team that could easily get blown out because of how they play. Packers-Bears, we both leaned to the Packers laying the four and a half, but that's all it was, was a lean. Then we get to another best bet, the Lions and the Bengals. The Lions were getting three and a half points at home. You and I thought they both thought they had a chance to win the game. But even if they lost, they'd be close. Wow. This was a stunning result to me, Steve. For the Bengals, after that overtime Packers game, to go to Detroit and win 34-11, and frankly, it wasn't even that close, that was surprising to me. I I, I was not expecting that, obviously. You and I both lost two units there on a best bet. And let me ask you about the head coach throwing Goff under the bus and then saying, hey, he does need help. But as a player, that's got to be a huge negative when a coach calls out one of your star players. Am I right? I'm a little surprised that he did it, but I don't know what's going on, you know, behind the scenes or if there's a level of frustration from uh, Dan Campbell. You know, that was right after the game when he saw Goff throw the ball out of bounds on a fourth down. And I think Campbell's thinking, like, what is this guy doing? Even if it's not performance, it's just using your head in situations like that. Then we've got the Texans and the Colts. Texans were getting nine and a half. I thought they were playing better. I liked how they played against the Patriots. I took the Texans getting the nine and a half, two units. They lost 31 to three. They were absolutely horrific. You actually, Steve, teased the Colts down to minus two and a half and the Panthers up to plus eight in a two-unit two-team teaser you won there so we both won our teasers this week uh but i lost that texans bet on the uh, vikings panthers it was a teaser for you we both leaned panthers of course they end up losing in overtime i gotta tell you steve the overtime rule not being sudden death anymore unless you get a touchdown that has really changed i'd love to hear your analysis or somebody's but with all the overtime games, you know, it used to be to the point where if you're getting three and a half or something or laying four, whatever it is, you know the result before overtime. There used to almost never be touchdowns in overtime. But it's totally changed that. Now there's a lot of touchdowns in overtime. So you think you got this spread, you're good, and then there's a touchdown in overtime. Yeah, so devalues plus three and halves up to plus five and halves, and it makes minus three and halves to minus five and halves a little more valuable uh, because of that win by six scenario. I'm going to pull back the curtain here a little bit. They talk about bad beats and the like and how it, it evens out in the long run. It is not even close, Ross. And here's part of the reason why. Most of the pros play way more unders and way more underdogs than they do favorites and overs. So... Getting train wrecked in overtime, overtime's cost me and pretty much every pro I know millions, literally millions. 
because of all the unders it's wrecked and all of the underdog bets that's wrecked in the course of the overtime. Very interesting. So the rule has had a big negative impact on professional bettors. Well, overtime in general has had a big negative impact. This rule has had has just magnified that impact. Makes sense to me. Um, let's move on to the next game. And that game was the Cardinals and the Browns. I leaned to the Cardinals getting the three points. You took them for one unit, Steve. They smashed the Browns. 37-14. Browns got a Hail Mary and still lost by 23. The Cardinals, Steve, are are legit. How much did that adjust your power ratings? Got the Cardinals five points better than an average team right now. They're still only my fourth best team. And, you know, we're only six games in. So you have to look at preseason expectations where the Cardinals were still only supposed to be a 500 team. Of course, those uh, certainly people can cite teams like the greatest show on earth, the Kurt Warner Rams at the market. It took them three months to catch up to that team. Is this going to be a similar situation? It might be. We will see. Next game was Cowboys-Patriots. You went big, Steve. I leaned Cowboys laying the points. You went big. Patriots, three units, getting the four. You got the better of the number. That was a tough loss. Going to, Speaking of overtime, brutal, brutal loss for you to lose that way. And this was an overtime where Dallas didn't need the – touchdown at that point the field goal would have won the game so at that point eh, probably 85 percent to win just a bad beat ross i'll say this so new england did get massively outstatted in the game so i'm not going to complain too much raiders broncos we had nothing steelers seahawks i laid five with the steelers and was feeling pretty good about it in the first half but the Steelers allowed the Seahawks to run the ball down their throat somehow in the second half and ended up only winning 23-20. to 20. Titans-Bills. You put a unit on the Titans getting five and a half. They won it outright. Nice bet there, Steve. So for the week, we we're both down two units. Year to date, I am down 10 units you are up 13 units, Steve. And for best bets, we had two of them. They both lost. For the year, we have eight wins, seven losses, and one push on our best bets. It is time for week seven in the NFL. We will start, though, however, with me making sure all of you especially those of you who don't live in nice locations like Steve in Vegas, make sure your car is ready for what's about to happen. Those of you in the Northwest, uh, Midwest, Northeast, you know the deal. You know the drill. AutoZone has the right parts and products for you to prep for this coming season. Make sure you got replacement wipers. Get new blades. Make sure your washer fluid is topped off. Make sure all your fluids are topped off. Make sure you've got new lights in there or replacement lights to brighten up the road if you have to drive at night a lot like I do after these games. By the way, always replace your headlights in pairs. Don't do one at a time. Stay safe this fall car care month. Visit your nearest AutoZone or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone, AutoZone. 
All right, Steve, let's start with Thursday night. The Broncos right now are getting three and a half points from the Cleveland Browns. Game is in Cleveland, total 42 and a half. Both quarterbacks injured in this game. I don't know what their status is going to be. I don't know if they're going to be 100% or anywhere close to it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say neither could certainly be close to 100%, especially Mayfield walking around with his arm in a sling. I expect a very slow start to this game. I'm going to play derivative. I'm going to play first half. There's 21 half out there. You know what? We're called 21, Ross. Two units, slow start to this game. Both teams need the game like blood after disappointing it's going to be conservative under 21 first half, two units. Yeah, I think the um, I think the Cleveland Browns are just really beat up. I, I think Baker's shoulder injury is a major issue. They're without their top two running backs. Their tackles are beat up. Jarvis Landry's beat up. And I know the Broncos have lost some people, but not as many as the Browns. I, I like the Broncos. I like the Broncos getting the three and a half points. I think this is a toss-up game, and I don't think Teddy Bridgewater will play as bad as he did against the Raiders. I'm putting two units on the Denver Broncos getting three-and-a-half points. Let's move on. The Packers are laying nine-and-a-half at home against the Washington football team. The total is 48-and-a-half, Steve. I actually make this game higher, but I am going to pass this game. I still own you. Mr. Rogers. So obviously that was a game against the Bears he had circled. Now we might get back to, well, let's just get a win and try to stay healthy. So because of that, maybe a little let down for Green Bay, but Washington isn't very good. Lean Green Bay. Lean to Green Bay teasers down to two and a half also in the seven-point teasers. I, I lean Green Bay as well. Um, Washington is one of the biggest disappointments in the NFL. They're surprisingly bad. How about the Jets and the Patriots? Patriots are laying six and a half. The total's 42 and a half. The game is in New England. Yeah, now I know the Patriots are two and four, but the Patriots are decent. They're an average team. They've just lost a lot of coin flip games. They already crushed the Jets once. I expect more of the same with them needing this game. Uh, Belichick going against the rookie quarterback. So it's going to be two bets. I'm going to lay six and a half for two units and a two-unit six-point teaser. Going to take the Pats down to minus a half. Just have to win the game. And I'll take them with – I'll take the Miami Dolphins from two and a half up to eight and a half. Two-unit teaser as well. Two best bets for, for me on this game. Love it. Um, I'm with you on one of them, and that is New England as a teaser – I'm going to tease them down to minus half a point, pair them with the Miami Dolphins. So we've got a two-unit, two-team teaser there. Um, same same teaser. New England just has to win. Miami has to cover the eight and a half in their game, which we'll get to in a little bit. I would probably lean New England laying the six and a half. They have been playing pretty good football. Uh, what about the Bengals? And the Ravens. We've got the Bengals getting six on the road in Baltimore, Steve. I tell you, I think this is a game I keep losing, taking Bengals plus the points against the Ravens historically. I'm not going to do it now. Whenever I hear, as a former Cincinnati fan, whenever I hear things like, oh, the Bengals are pretty good, they're a contender, immediately the Bengals historically 
going to the toilet. And Baltimore's a bully. They beat up on teams as a favorite. I'll just lean Baltimore, uh, just to lean. So what do you think about this, Steve? I'm thinking I want to tease the Bengals up to plus 12 through key numbers like 7, 10, and 11. I just don't see them losing by that much. they got a pretty good team. They've been playing well. Um, your thoughts on that? Oh, my goodness, Ross. I am, I've got the internet angry at me and the media angry at me. NFL teasers are beatable because you capture like a 28% chance of winning, an extra 28% because you get those key numbers of three, four, six, and seven. Those are called Wong teasers after Stanford Wong, who I used to work with, and I actually taught him about these teasers. But now everybody wants to play teasers that aren't Wong teasers. I agree, seven and 10 are very important, but eight, nine, and 11 and 12 are all useless numbers. They all land at very small amounts. So if you, if you do the math, the only way the Bengals can possibly have a mathematical edge is if plus six and a half is a great, great bet. And then the tease to plus 12 and a half might still uh, hold water. It's never right to tease a six and a half to 12 and a half. As they say in my cousin Vinny, unless these are magical points of seven through 12, and they're not, it just doesn't hold water. You can't do it. Really? But you can only that's... tease, NFL only, tease through the three, tease through the seven, and then one time we break the rule, we'll tease a seven down to a one. That's fine. That's so interesting because it would feel like seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. It would feel like all those are big numbers. Well, I tell you what, Ross, I'll give you plus 325 that the game does not land 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 in terms of Baltimore's margin of victory is the one way to look at it. Huh. All right. I won't do it then. You talked me out of it. I'm going to be mad at you, by the way, if the Bengals would have covered it. Very mad at you. Um, but I'm trusting your math. All right. Um, I would probably lean to Cincinnati getting the six points. I- I've been impressed with them. What about – the Chiefs and the Titans. How about this? After that big win the other night, the Chiefs are still laying five and a half on the road at Tennessee, who got pretty beat up last game. Farley, Lawan, Julio Jones hurt his hamstring, etc. Yeah, I got to go through the injury report, but I'll say this. The Bills are better than the Chiefs are, and it's not really that close. So... If we like the Titans plus five and a half against the Bills, we got to like the Titans plus five and a half against a Kansas City team with no defense. I'll take the Titans plus the five and a half, two units. I'm with you. I mean, we know for a fact that the Chiefs cannot stop the run. And now you've got Derrick Henry coming. I know it's a short week. I know they lost a couple guys. Um, And maybe the Chiefs come out and play better. Maybe they've just had bad luck with the turnovers, but – I don't care, man. I'm I'm with you. I'm taking the Titans plus five and a half, two big units. What about Carolina? They are in New York to take on the Giants and the Matt Rule Bowl. The total's 43. Carolina's laying three points. McCaffrey on IR. Hey, one big point I want to make is that in the morning games, not the London game, but the 10 a.m. start times, the favorites went 7-0 straight up and against the spread. The sports books got beat up last week. So what's that going to mean moving forward? Probably some inflated lines. So if you like underdogs, 
probably wait to play them until post because so many of the favorites covered last week that it will have a carryover effect that you'll see all that money will get reinvested on the favorites, probably push these lines higher. In this game, I don't like the side or total. I, I don't like the side. I do like the total under. Matt Rule has said, you know, enough of this, you know, Darnold throwing the ball 50 times. We got to get back to fundamentals, running the ball. I believe him. And I expect a very slow start offensively to this game, ball control from Carolina. So I'm going to do a first half under. I think the first half unders are safer. Under 21 and a half, two units, first half under. Wow, that's one of your favorite bets. You love the first half under bets. Um, The Giants are really bad. Carolina's not. I would lean Carolina in that one. How about the Falcons and the Dolphins? The Dolphins are hosting the Falcons coming off of their bye. The Dolphins did not get a bye on their after their London game. They're back. The Dolphins are getting two and a half at home. Totals 47 and a half. We both teased the Dolphins up to eight and a half, paired it with New England teased down to minus 0.5 in a two-unit two-team teaser. Anything else to say about this game, Steve? Yes, there's going to be some that are going to be hypercritical of me taking the Dolphins, saying, wait a minute, this is the worst spot of the year for the Dolphins. They played in London last week, and now they got to play a rested Atlanta team off the bye. I agree. It is a terrible spot. And that's why last week on the look-ahead line, we saw that Miami was only laying two and a half in this game against Atlanta, despite Miami at the time being the better team, because that look headline took into consideration this horrible spot. Now, what's changed? Nothing's changed for Atlanta. They were golfing. Has anything really changed for Miami? Well, dude made two 55-yard field goals in the London cold, hooking them in, and that's why Miami lost by three instead of winning by three. They really didn't play that badly at all in London. That's enough to flip the favorite from, from minus two and a half to plus two and a half. Too much of a line move. Have to look at Miami, even though this spot obviously is bad. What about the Rams laying 14 and a half at home against the Lions? Total of 50 and a half in the Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford Bowl. You know, the Lions have been very good late in games for the most part. Maybe we just sit, sit this one out, Ross, and if the Rams get up 20 plus points in the second half, that's the point. At 20, live wagering. Bet on the Lions at that point. I do expect the Lions have had a history of trying really hard for the coach. This was the first game that they just absolutely got crushed. And with uh, the coach calling out the team, I expect maybe a similar game. Remember when the Niners got up 30 and the Lions came all the way back? Something similar in this game. Yep, I would lean to Detroit here, getting the 14 and a half for sure. The Eagles are in Vegas, baby. Vegas Getting three points from the Raiders. Totals 49 and a half. I'm going to lean to Philly. And this is a a game where Vegas circled the wagons. With all the turmoil they had, they played a really great game against Denver. And I've seen this movie before. You get all that emotion and that high, and you play a great game, and then sometimes you bring the stinker. It's going to be a lot of Eagle fans at Allegiant Stadium for this game. I don't know about this home field advantage here. Very close game. I'll lean Eagles. I'm going to lean Philadelphia as well. I don't know what to expect, whether it was the short-term bump for the Raiders or if they'll really play like that moving forward. I'm with you. 
How about the Cardinals laying 17 and a half points in an NFL game against the Houston Texans at home? Totals 47 and a half. So this will be a very popular survivor pick, except some people might be saving Arizona for Christmas week um, if they map out the rest of the schedule because Arizona is going to be a big favorite that week as well. But it's hard not to take a 17-point favorite as your survivor pick. Uh, I don't know, Ross. I'm not good at picking 18-point dogs. Favorites, I pass. Yeah, I don't like that many points. I would lean Arizona, I would lean Houston with that many points for sure. What about the Bears and the Bucks? The line's now Chicago getting 12 and a half. It was 13 when I looked an hour ago. Totals 47 and a half. What are you thinking, Steve? I'm going to look towards maybe some prop bets in this game. Uh, it's really hard for me at 12. It's all a matter of in your handicap. The favorite can cover if they want to. Will they be motivated to cover? I don't know. Will the Bears be – the Bears really got the, the short side of the officiating against Green Bay. They're, all the, the calls went against the Bears. Because of that, I probably would lean Chicago. Yeah, I'm going to put one unit on the Bears. Just one unit getting the 12 and a half. That feels like a lot uh, for a Bears team that I think is playing better. Their O-line's playing better. Um, I'll put just one unit on the Bears. That's a lot of points. Uh, Before we get to Sunday night and Monday night, I got a bet I really like for Sunday night. I think everybody needs to know, Steve, about overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure, the MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. What's working for you, Steve, as the Colts get three and a half from the Niners Sunday Night Football in Santa Clara, totals 44. Right before I do that, let me lead by example. One of the best ways to succeed in business, Ross, you know this probably. If you're up at one in the morning, send an email to all of your coworkers like you've been working for five hours. Do the same at 5 a.m. like you just got up before you go to bed after visiting the bars. Uh, In this game, I'm going to look under weather. It's all weather. I love seeing that fog rolling in in the Bay Area when there's bad weather. And there's going to be rain. There's going to be some wind. It's not fully reflected yet in the number. I'm going to go under the 44 for one unit. You know I like first half unders better. I'm going to play the the first half under 22 as well. One unit on that, all weather related. Yeah, I I, I really like the Colts in this game. Um, They've won two out of their last three. Both those games they won by double digits. Wentz, two touchdowns, no picks, three straight games. The only loss was to the Ravens, who are awesome, and that was overtime and the Colts choked that one away. Two units on the Colts getting three and a half points against the Niners on Sunday night. Last but not least, Geno Smith. Man, who knew that Geno Smith would be Mr. Primetime? Geno Smith and the Seahawks hosting the New Orleans Saints. Geno versus Jameis. Who would have thunk it? The Saints are laying five on the road, Steve. One more under. You know, the Saints have that reputation for the being this high flying bunch. Jameis is getting chewed out for throwing the ball down the field. If the saints just take care of the ball, they should win Seattle 
We saw them discover the ground game, ground and pound in the second half against your Steelers, and that was very successful. I expect more of that. Again, a slow start to the game, and it just turns out mathematically, whenever you get a game lined right around 43, it's so much better to play under 21 and a half than to play the under 43 because the funny stuff that can happen in the second half when the defenses get tired, and we saw that in the Pittsburgh-Seattle game, how Seattle could not move the ball at all in the first half, and they were so successful in the second half. First half, under 21 and a half, two units. Love it. I like the Seahawks getting the five points, two units on the Seahawks. I don't know why they think the Saints are that much better than the Seahawks, giving them that many points. Give me Seattle. Give me the five. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana. 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in sight 